that's combined with my passion for our world, for making it a better place, because I love that my job... You are listening to the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast, where you learn about everything from unique ideas for attendee engagement to cool venues for hosting your events. Thank you for tuning in to episode 16 of the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. My name is Shantae and I'm the project manager for Scavenger. Today we have a special guest on the show and her name is Nancy Zavada. Nancy is the founder and president of Meet Green and is internationally recognized as a leader in the sustainable event field. She founded Meet Green in 1994. Nancy's extensive work with scientific and academic organizations earned her an impeccable reputation for producing successful meetings throughout the world. A decade later, Nancy co-founded the Green Meeting Industry Council. Nancy has been named one of the top 25 women in the meetings industry, a meetings trendsetter, and a 2019 top 1,000 people in the U.S. events industry. She currently is on the Events Industry Council Sustainability Committee, which over Overseas sustainable initiatives for over 30 event industry organizations. Nancy co-authored three books, most recently Meet Better, 167 Easy Ways to Make Your Events More Environmentally and Socially Responsible. Join me in welcoming Nancy to the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. Nancy, thank you for being on the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, Nancy, you know, I like to do icebreakers. I like to have fun on my show. So the challenge for you today is to tell us your superpower and give us a little bit of information about yourself as well. Okay. Start with a hard question first here, I hope, on what is my superpower. <laughs> uh, so I think my superpower, I don't get to pick two, just one. one you can pick as many as you like. Oh, you can have more than one superpower. Yeah. All right. I'm taking two. <laughs> Okay. Uh, my, my first one is tenacity. I started my business 25 years ago and through all the ups and downs of the events business, of sustainability, of the world, uh, I am still with it. I'm still excited about it. And I can't wait to see what the future brings. So I think that that gives me um, tenacity as a superpower. And I think that's combined with my passion for our world, for making it a better place, because I love that my job lets me combine um, both my passion for the world and what I do best, and that's events. That's awesome. So it probably does not feel like work. When you're doing something that you love, that's what I find. Like when I'm doing something that I love like this, Mm -hmm. it's like it doesn't feel like work. It just makes it fun. It makes the day go by faster. And, you know, you feel like you're making a difference. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When people ask me what my hobby is, I get kind of embarrassed because I don't think of myself as a workaholic, but, but really this is my fun too. That's awesome. That's great. I totally get it. Totally get it. Now, Nancy, you told us about your superpower and how you love saving the planet, the environment. So let us know about your events. What makes your events brilliant? What makes our events brilliant and really sets us apart is that we do them in a sustainable way. Um, All our events are green meetings. That's whether the client is coming to us for that 
or just in how we do them. We do that because we really care about the environment and we do things that don't cost any additional money, but provides an outcome for our clients. So we have 14 minimum guidelines and we we ask for a lot of things that aren't probably traditional for events. Um, You know, we ask for condiments served in bulk. We ask for... um, Recycling, make sure there's recycling at the facility. You know, we ask for our food to be sustainable or local or seasonal. And and those things really do set us apart and they make our events brilliant because not only does it make the event more sustainable, but it also gives a learning lab for those who are attending. It also, if they don't recycle at home, they get to experience that. Um, you know, with the new health and wellness, everybody wants fresh local food. So mm-hmm. we're actually doing what a trend is, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and by not using disposables, and this is my favorite part, by not using disposables, it's also back to a time of elegance because you eat on china and you eat, um, you know, drink in nice glassware and you're not, you're not sipping out of plastic and styrofoam. And I really do think that sets events apart. And what people don't realize a lot of times they think that um, green meetings are granola on a burlap bag, but that's not true at all. It's actually back to uh, back to the future kind of, of, (laughs) of the, of a time of elegance and really treating our guests right. And that is what sustainability actually does look like. That is awesome. So let me ask you this. So the clients that you work with, do they come to you and say, we want to do this or do you reach out to them and say, look guys, you know, we have an idea. This is something you can do to make your events better. It's going to help with the environment. Like, how how does that work? Um, back in the start of the company, we were doing a lot more educating. People didn't understand green meetings or sustainability at all. So we did a lot of educating. We uh, Our client base is academic, scientific, and the technology industry. And luckily for me, the technology industry was and continues to be early adopters of sustainability. They like to geek out. They like to put registration online back before that was a thing. They Mm -hmm. like to use apps. They like to do all those things that take even paper usage away. So they love that, um, being able to do that. So we, we worked for them because we were good at logistics for scientific conferences, but we brought this piece along. And then we became known for it. And now people seek us out because we can do uh, the greening of the meetings. So both. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. I was just wondering like how that worked. I know sometimes when we're working with clients, we spend some time educating them, you know, how events work or events in particular, but how the technology works at events, particularly when we're doing scan trivia, then we have to educate people on how that works. And then once they get it, they got it. And then sometimes clients are like, we know exactly what we want to do, you know, and they come <laughs> right to us. So of course, right. those are the best ones, but it makes it really easy. So I was just wondering how that worked for you guys as well. Nancy, thank you for sharing the information that you've shared about your superpowers and, (laughs) you know, just all the cool things that make your event brilliant. And really, it sounds like more elegant, you know, when you're talking about the way you do your events. Um, But now let's talk about venues. Let us know about maybe some of your favorite venues or what you look for when you're selecting a venue for your green events or your green meetings. Sure. I think venue selection is the most important part, actually, of planning a green meetings, because if you start early and you have a partner in your venue, 
then you're going to be nine tenths of the way through your green meeting. Uh, we always look for a, a venue that recycles. We love it when they're able to compost as well. If the venue is a LEED certified, um, environmentally responsibly built building, you know that means that the energy efficiency is there, and that also um, is an easy way to get started. We look for venues that are close to the hotels if not in a hotel, that are mm -hmm. um, within walking distance to shopping, to nightlife, that you can take mass transit from the airport to. You know, there's a lot of things that we look toward for the venue that will make our life so much easier if we select the right place. And I know rates, dates, and space are incredibly important, but you've really got to weigh in these other factors too if you want to have a green meeting. So do you have any favorites, like favorite locations or destinations when you're choosing your um, venues? We, work, we do a lot of work at Moscone Center, and they really work hard to make their venue sustainable and, and to work with the operations of it. So we do very large meetings there, like Oracle Open World. We do the greening for that, uh, you know, upwards of 60,000 people at an event, so, so very large uh, mm -hmm. groups in Moscone. We, we just did an event um, this fall this summer with at the Spokane Convention Center. And I got to tell you, Spokane, it's kind of a, you know, not a well-known city, but they, they just did fabulously on the sustainability part. It's got all sorts of natural light windows and, um, it, you know, overlooking a river. I mean, you can't go wrong. And it's kind of the same. Uh, we do work at Monona Terrace in Madison, Wisconsin, and that's overlooking a lake. And it's a Frank Lloyd Wright building. And beautiful natural light. And, and so those are probably my three favorites. Of course, I'm from Oregon. So the Oregon <laughs> Convention Center always has a dear and dear place to my heart. That's awesome. I love that. You know, probably out of everything you said, I'm thinking about the natural lighting. I'm like, because that's mm -hmm. so something that people look for now. Everyone's into photographs. So they want to share what's going on at the events. Um, so when you have that, it just, it makes such a difference, you know, like having oh, the good lighting, right? Um, and then also, you know, being green and the sustainability factor, mm -hmm. and then also being LEED certified, something that I'm actually new to. I've, I've heard that term before, but could you elaborate just a little bit more for those who may need a little bit more information on what that means um, as it relates to like you were saying, it being energy efficient. Um, sure. Is that the way that, okay. Could you go a little bit more into that for us? Sure. LEED is actually a certification that is how the building is built, you know, with the HVAC systems, with the lighting systems, with the, you know, it, how it operates as a building. And there's different levels of that. There's also levels now that it doesn't have to be a new building. It can be an existing building. And so many convention centers, um, now are working within that. So it's not how it's operated as much as, as how it's built and can operate. So it's a, I always look for that because then I know it's, it's much easier. And I also know if they have a lead certification that the, the management and the, um, you know, the key stakeholders are really behind sustainability. So when you're talking about the carbon footprint and the building being lead certified, usually like I had mentioned before my previous podcast, what I think about things like recycling and things like sustainability, I was just, at the time, I didn't know any better, but I was just thinking about, you know, recycling programs, recycling right, bins, right, but, right. but this even opens up even more when you're talking mm -hmm. about the building itself being LEED certified, you yes. know, that introduced a whole new level of being sustainable at events and mm -hmm. the events industry has a huge impact oh, on huge the environment. Impact. Oh yeah. You're talking about food. You're talking about the flight 
you know, just mm-hmm. to get from point A to point B, especially when you mm-hmm. have travelers that are coming from across the country and in some cases across the world. So knowing now that that's something else to look at with a building being LEED certified and knowing that as a planner, they're coming to you and then this is something else that's in the forefront of their mind or even at the venue that you're working with or maybe there may be a, a, a planner working with a venue in another state. Now they're going to be thinking about a building being LEED certified as well because I think it just adds to the whole recipe of being sustainable you know which everyone everyone benefits from that everyone benefits from Mm -hmm. that so I I think that's Mm -hmm. great so Nancy was there a problem or a situation or a catalyst that got you into wanting to be sustainable or was there something that you were trying to solve that led to this path Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I was working with a technology conference of 2,500 people, and we were um, on site at a a convention center for five days. And I traveled with them, so I went to different cities. Well, I'm from the Northwest. We've just always recycled here. We did it this way. I was living in a little bubble when I went to a convention center in the Midwest and said, okay, no styrofoam. And they said, oh, sorry, you know, that's what we have. We have to have styrofoam here. I said, no, that's, that's, you know, number one for me is no styrofoam. They said, well, you're going to have to have your own uh, cups brought in. So I went back and I did the math. And when you do the math on how many plates and cups and bottles that is for a conference, you know, you're in the 10, 20, 25,000 plates, cups, and bowls during your event. And then I thought about all of that going into their landfill for just this Mm. one event. I'm just one meeting planner in one city for one week. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, look at the difference we could all make. So I went back and I put presentations together and I talked about it's the right thing to do. And I kind of went out there and hit the speaking circuit. And, you know, there's some passionate people and got some traction, but, but not a lot. And so I went, came back (laughs) and I did the business case. How much money can you save? How can you be better off um, for your management if you can prove that sustainability saves money? And then I went back out and started teaching, talking about it and really got an uptick. Then I got people's attention. I bet. I bet. You start talking dollars, people are going to oh, yeah. listen, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially when it comes to saving them or making them. They're definitely going to want to hear what you have to say. Absolutely. Do you teach any classes to any other planners on how to be sustainable for their events? Or is that a service that they would come to meet green about? It's it's kind of both. I do teach a lot of, um, you know, with the MPI and PCMA and have taught uh, courses at their events. But I also do a lot of webinars, especially for the Events Industry Council. We do a lot of webinars and teach people that way. I teach at the our local community college. I've done um, webinar teachings from for different faculty around the country, just staying home and, and doing it from my office. So yeah, I, I've reached out a lot and really trying to help other planners make a difference. That's awesome. So I have one more question for you before we uh, wrap up. So sure. can you give like three tips that planners can do or something for them to think about as they're planning, as it relates to sustainability for their events? Um, I would say the very first thing you should do is to get started because that's probably the hardest (laughs) thing to do and just pick one thing, 
whether you just decided this year you're going to have no single-use plastic or this year you're going to recycle if you haven't done that before or you're going to have sustainable food, you know, whatever you want to pick. And then then really take a look at it, measure it, and talk to your key stakeholders about what you, what you got to do and what you did for them. It, really educate people on it and then build on that. So it, it's really important not to try to swallow this whole um, green meetings as at one piece, but just to take and then build on it after each event. So I think that's that's probably my critical piece. Um, and you know, like when you're talking about venues, like we did, and about it's about getting started early. So don't don't sign a contract with a venue and then all of a sudden expect them to be green, right? You put mm-hmm. that in the RFP, you put it in the contract, and you start talking about it early. What's important to remember here is that your vendors, your venues, they are your partners. Don't make them your adversaries in this. So they say, hey, what's new and cool? What can we do here? Help us along the way. If you use the same partners and venues over and over, like, okay, last year we were able to accomplish that. What can we do this year? How can we make this even better? What's new in your industry? How can you move us forward? And I think that's really a vital piece that some people miss. Good stuff. Now, I remember during our first conversation, you mentioned you had a tool on your website. Can you talk a little bit about, about that tool that you guys have? We have, a, we have a fun little fast fact creator, and it's myeventfootprint.com. And you can put in there how many attendees you have um, and all the different things that you were able to do to save. And at the end, it gives you the calculation of how much water, energy, and carbon that you saved. And it's just really easy. It's very basic. But you can put anything from just one person attending to 4,000 and 100,000 and how many days that you were there. And it really gives you some fast facts that you can generate and share with your stakeholders. Awesome. I love it. I love it. All right, Nancy, this has been great. So can you let the listeners know how they can get in contact with you? Like give us your website address, your social media, um, and your phone number as well. Okay. The easiest way to contact me is nancy at meetgreen.com. That's uh, email is my easiest way to reach me. Our website is just meetgreen.com. And we have a lot of different resources, a lot of resources on our (laughs) website. So so definitely please check that out. Um, I am Nancy J. Zavada on Twitter, and our phone number is 503-252-5458. All right, Nancy, thank you so much for being a guest on the thank Brilliant you. Events. Yes, it's been our pleasure. I just, this topic is so interesting to me. This is, I think, my third podcast on sustainability, mm-hmm. and I didn't really get introduced to it until I think it was Earth Day of this year. And I just started doing some research. And then that's when my eyes really got open to what was going on and how the impact that the meetings and uh, conventions industry is having on the planet Mm -hmm. and what that means as far as waste and then things that we can do to make it better. So Mm -hmm. I always appreciate when I have an expert come on the show because I am not the expert in this field. No, you're (laughs) going to be. Look at you go. It doesn't take too long listening to a little list to have you uh, be a part of the team. Well, yeah, I'm all for it. I support it, you know, and I just love when I have experts come on that can share information with me, that Mm -hmm. I can share with the listeners. And we're all learning from Mm -hmm. each other, you know, this is right. This is what we're doing together. And we're all, we all live here. (laughs) And, and nobody's, nobody, there's nobody's come up perfect yet. Nobody's the game's not over. So we're all helping each other. That's really an important point you make. 
It is. It is. And as long as we're all doing our part, doing whatever we can, it's definitely going to get better. So I yes. do appreciate you being on the show. I do appreciate you sharing information about Meet Green. And uh, I look forward to maybe even having you back in a future Wonderful. episode. Yeah. You know, we can we can keep this going because this is something that doesn't end. You know, when no. you're, you're talking about the planet, things are constantly growing and living and moving. And we got to move along with it because there may be some new technologies that you can share or new ways of doing things, you know, mm -hmm. as far as being sustainable that could help other planners. So I would love that. Um, I would love to come on and talk food and beverage because everybody wants to know about that. And there's so much happening in it. Oh, good, good. Definitely. Well, I will definitely extend an invite to you for that. <laughs> it's a deal. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you so much again for being on the show. And I hope everyone who listened learned something like I always do when I have guests on the show. And if you want to learn more about how to make your events more engaging, visit scantrivia.com and scamagerhunt.biz. And also, if you want to learn more about being green and having sustainable events, make sure you visit the website at meetgreen.com. My name is Shantae and I'm the project manager for Scavenger and also the host of the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. The Brilliant Events and Venues podcast is for event professionals who want to learn about unique ways to engage attendees at events, cool places to host them, and anything in between. Our podcast is available on nine platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. The style of the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast is conversational and relaxed, yet informative, and is a great platform for promoting your organization, your venue, and your events. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please call 800-975-5161 or visit us on our website at scanvengerhunt.biz. That's S-C-A-N-V-E-N-G-E-R hunt.biz and drop us a line via the contact form. Make sure to include information about your organization, your event, your venue, and include any links to any websites, blogs, or social media where you are mentioned. Also, remember to subscribe to this podcast so you can get notifications as new episodes are released. We also promote the show on social media, so make sure to follow us under the name Scanvenger Hunt. Thank you in advance for being a guest, subscribing, and being an active listener of the Brilliant Events and Venues podcast. Increase attendee engagement at your events with Scavenger's game-based mechanics. Learn more at scavengerhunt.biz or give us a call at 800-975-5161.